Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to the, the shit, shit show. show. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. This is episode 27. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I don't know why I needed to do the finger guns for 27, but it's 27. All the pews. Pew, pew. <laughs> they just go together, you know? Like peanut butter and bananas. <laughs> they just go together. 27s and pews. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you want to jump right in? Yes. It has been a week. (laughs) It definitely has. I am so burnt out on e-learning already. Oh, yeah. So done with it. (laughs) Over it, over it. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad if we didn't have to do live classes Four times a week, both yeah, of that's my kids crazy. at the same time. <laughs> that's a I'm lot. Just like, yeah, my face <laughs> is melting. <laughs> that's insane. What makes it the worst is like having a five-year-old that doesn't really know what the fuck she's doing. So I kind of have to give most of my attention to her. But then I also have an almost eight-year-old that is completely dependent on me. So she freaks out all the time. And I'm just like, I can't do this. (laughs) Right. It's exhausting. I was telling my husband the other night, I was like, you know, this is bullshit. I've been (laughs) out of school for like 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) why do i have to do this (laughs) oh my gosh insert the whole argument from stepbrothers (laughs) (laughs) this This house house is a prison (laughs) (laughs) on On planet planet bullshit (laughs) in the galaxy (laughs) this sucks camel's dicks It's the worst. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For real though. So I've taken to drinking before noon. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes the day a little spicier is all. Oh my gosh. You know what? I just saw a t-shirt on, on the book earlier today and it was talking about that. It said, just think in 20 years, we're going to have a bunch of people who are homeschooled by alcoholics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said to that? Your point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're doing just fine, aren't they? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh breaking gosh. out the booze until after the class is over. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> class is over at 11.30 and I have my Bloody Mary ready by 11.35. Well, I'm just glad that we don't have live classes over here because I'd be in the background looking like little John with my crunk beef <laughs> cup. <laughs> I used to have a fucking pimp cup. I used to have one of those. 
<laughs> a Amy, chalice. It was supposed it was to black, be black, and it said pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's out here being a real pimp, y'all. What are you doing with your lives? <laughs> <laughs> she said, who, me? I'm the motherfucking P-I-M-P. <laughs> Read the chalice, bitch. All right, Miss Pimp Hand. <laughs> so, putting my frustrations aside for e-learning, just pushing them down into my belly, just pushing them down. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta just bury them way Both of deep them. down inside where just no one can find them. down. <laughs> Into my intestines, pretty much. (laughs) Luckily, both of my kids' teachers are very nice. They're so nice. (laughs) But I'm like, I fucking hate this. And they they hate it just as much. I'm like, you know, this would just be so much better if they could be back at school. Because they, you know, when they're at home, it's different. They learn different. Yep. at home than they do at school so it just it makes it hard yeah for <laughs> sure because they're home and, and at home it's playtime but at school right. you know we've really understood school as like a, a structured learning environment so they know they can't just run off and play and do recess all day but at home why can't I play with my toys mom they're literally right there gosh I'm so sick of that argument my nine-year-old has really pushed that argument. Do I have to do math? Can I go build Legos instead? Yes, you right. gotta do your damn work, kid. My oldest, she acts as if, like, it drives me fucking crazy. Like, see, um, we have to do all of these different worksheets and everything, right? And every time she doesn't know something immediately, she, like throws herself back and she's like i just don't know mom or you know throws a fit and i'm just like i know you don't act like this at school right because your teacher wouldn't be putting up with it and so neither am i (laughs) oh my gosh dude we had one thing right um So for reading, instead of actually reading the story themselves, they're getting like YouTube links where one of the teachers has posted a video of them reading the story and then they have to answer questions. Tell me how you're going to get a story read to you and still complain that it's too much work. Right? Ooh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. I've never, I've never had that whole like persona just take over, you know, where you go instant like major mom mode. You're like, you better fucking do it. <laughs> You're gonna sit there and listen to that whole book, damn it. Like that was even hard. <laughs> like it's a four minute long story. Jesus fucking Christ, get your shit together, kid. The video's literally four minutes long. What are you complaining? Oh, no. Whoa, is me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That one. Mm. Yes. All right. We're done bitching about e learning. <laughs> All right. All right. I've got a better one for you. You ready for this? <clears throat> I am ready. Okay. So, what's worse than homeschooling in the pandemic? 
You've got a couple <laughs> guesses. Do I? Because I really don't know. <laughs> I feel like e-learning is the worst. <laughs> you know, I thought so too until this weekend. Um, I got really ambitious and decided to give both the kids a haircut. Oh. <laughs> so, what's worse than homeschooling? Home barbers. Homebarbers <laughs> is the answer, Amy. And let me tell you why, finger gun. Okay, so the oldest wanted a mohawk, right? And so I'm like really thinking about what guards I'm going to be using for his mohawk. And while I'm thinking about that, I'm getting ready to shave my youngest head. He's just getting his hair shortened. That's all. Right? We're getting a trim because he's pulling a mini mullet look at this point. We're really pushing the Joe Dirt look, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> I can't. So, I set aside the guards for my oldest mohawk, and I've got my youngest all distracted. He's got my phone, it's got PJ Masks playing, like, we are good to go, right? Amy? Yes? I turn on the buzzer. I've already greased it and everything. I go to shave his head. Did he move? <laughs> and I'm, I make contact before I realize I forgot a fucking guard. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, there's a big-ass bald spot in the back of his head. <laughs> I managed a whole half a fucking swipe before I realized what the fuck I was doing to him. I'm like, <gasps> no! <laughs> so instead of a trim to avoid a mullet, he's now a baby Buddha. <laughs> he's now a baby Mr. Clean. No more Joe Dirt. <laughs> I I shaved the rest of his head with an eighth of an inch guard just so he'd still have some hair, but you can you can still see <laughs> where I fucked up. <laughs> I even tried to Aww. fade it. Oh my god. <laughs> it's alright. Now it'll just be you you won't have to give him a haircut for a while. And washing his hair is really easy now. <laughs> Cause he doesn't have any hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm still mad uh... at myself. Like, I know how to operate clippers, and here I am being a whole ass. <laughs> what happened, brain? <laughs> we definitely had a failure to operate. Oh, my gosh. I literally, like, shut the buzzers off and sank to the floor. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. I am defeated. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting his dad walks in and he goes what'd you do i'm like you don't want to know <laughs> don't ask <laughs> he goes, what'd you do and i was like i just kind of gestured i didn't even tell him he, look he he lifts his hair to get a really good look at this giant rectangle of nothingness <laughs> <laughs> and he goes Yep, you fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> you like, thanks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my thanks, gosh. I hate it. <laughs> thanks, I hate it. 
Oh my goodness, that shit though. On the plus side, my oldest mohawk turned out fabulous. I just had to get that whole ass head shave out of the way first. That's funny. I mean, I think so now. Any uh, wild happenings in the Dasher world? A little bit. Um, <laughs> a couple of things. One, this... I, I went to go pick up a Wendy's order, and the freaking line for the drive through was wrapped all the way around the store and uh. out the, onto, into the fucking road. Oh my gosh, dude, I hate that. There's a Chick-fil-A local that is always like that. Always. Yes, yes. Chick-fil-A usually does. But Chick-fil-A's, their their drive-thrus usually go pretty fucking fast. I know, but it's still <clears throat> such a pain in the ass when you have an order and then you see like a double wraparound and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I pull in. And uh, I'm literally not out in the road, but the person that behind me is out in the road. Yeah. And I'm like, do I really want to stay here and wait to place this order? <laughs> right. But ultimately, I ended up staying. But this guy gets into his truck. He's like parked. Like he went in and placed the order and then came back out and he's parked. And... um. There's an entire fucking line, so he can't go anywhere. He's in this truck, mm -hmm. okay? Like a big, nice truck. I'm talking like it, it was white. It uh, it had rims. It was nice. And um, he at first like tried to back out, but quickly realized that he couldn't couldn't back out because there's too many fucking people in line. Mm -hmm. So what does this guy decide to do? He puts his car in drive and tries to drive up over the like the cement thingies, <laughs> you know, yeah. that are there for you to not go over. <laughs> and he decides that he's going to go up and over them and he like he hits the gas and he kind of gets like a little bit of a go but he doesn't go over it it just basically he just goes <laughs> into it <laughs> and I'm like oh well, that's not gonna be good for your axle but all right right <laughs> so <laughs> so then he gasses it gasses it right and and it it was not a lifted truck but you know trucks are usually kind of tall right mm -hmm. so he gets over it on one side and then over it on the other side so then his car i don't think he realizes this those are there for a fucking reason because their parking lot is up and then the next parking lot is down <laughs> oh no oh yes. no yes <laughs> oh no Amy so he goes he goes up on one tire and over and then his other tire gets over and then you can just hear it scraping the bottom of his truck <laughs> and his truck goes <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
And I was like, well, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just drove off. You done fucked up, (laughs) A-Ron. Shit. I was like, (laughs) that's expensive. (laughs) That's a really pricey fuck up you just did there. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. And I was like, all right. (laughs) And I just could not believe what I was watching. I was like, this dude in this really nice truck is doing this. Okay. (laughs) 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 I mean, if you got money to replace it, go ahead, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) It was awful sounding, (laughs) and I was like, ouch. (laughs) Right? Ooh. So then I was out dashing um, a different time. Yeah, this was two days ago. I don't know. Anyway, so I get an order for Chili's, and the order name was for a Britney. Mm-hmm. And the girl that works at Chili's comes out, and and I built up a bit of a rapport with this specific worker. <laughs> she's really fun, and she's funny, and it was just amazing. She She's like, hey, what's the name? And I go, it's Brittany. And she goes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she had the arm, the arm and everything. She goes, <laughs> oh my gosh you just reminded me of this video i saw of britney spears she was doing like a live yeah. performance and somebody in the audience yelled right before she said that somebody yelled who is it <laughs> says, it's britney bitch and then she like falls to the ground laughing because <laughs> they got her uh, it's good I loved it. Like I, she was. I would just go. It's Brittany, and she goes, "Bitch!" And I just stared at her, and then she stared back at me, and we just started busting up laughing. And she was like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't help it." I was like, "Don't apologize. That was phenomenal, <laughs> right?" <laughs> that was the best. Probably my favorite encounter ever. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've noticed some fun things here in New Mexico. More fun things. Uh, New Mexico is all about keeping wildlife wild. Okay? And and they don't try and, like, keep the animals out of anywhere or anything, you know? So, there's just wild animals everywhere. You know, like, back home, you might see a deer or something that might jump out in front of you or whatever. Yeah. Nah. Here, there are just herds of deer just running, just like roaming through town. (laughs) Yeah. Like, just deer coming and eating your grass in your yard. And, and, you know, next thing you know, there's like five deer in your grass. And then then down the street, there's like a herd of elk, (laughs) you know? It's, like, so cool. Like, you can get so close to them. I, 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 <clears throat> we went to my sister-in-law's house for dinner one time, and then on our way home, 
there was a whole a whole herd of elk in the um, school uh, like yard, essentially. You know, they were eating the grass yeah. <laughs> out front of the school. I'm talking like 30, Lexi. There were like 30 elk. And I mean, I I didn't get closer to the elk than like twenty feet because elk are huge. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're fucking huge. Like you said, there's but, like thirty you know, of them, and I'm over here like, holy shit, that's intimidating. Yeah. Like, yes, <laughs> lots of elk, but they don't fucking care. They ain't gonna pay you no mind because they're eating their grass. But don't get too close. <laughs> For real. <laughs> But the deer, they'll you can get like two feet from them and they don't fucking care. <laughs> like my kids have become so used to just seeing deer all the time everywhere. And it's insane. And I've I've seen like so many road runners. I've never seen a road runner before moving here, except for in the fucking cartoon with Wiley e. Coyote and the Road Runner. <laughs> kind of different than what you'd expect, huh? Yes, because in the cartoon, the Roadrunner is very big. And Roadrunners are not very big. Nope. <laughs> they're, they're only like two feet tall. They're really only like, they're really only like maybe a foot and a half or so. Yeah. You know, yeah. not even that, really. <clears throat> like a foot to a foot and a half, it depends. But they are but fast I've, as fuck, I've though. S- Yes, they are. <laughs> we used to have, when I lived in Arizona, um, there was one that would run through the yard all the time. And my mom's like yeah. boyfriend at the time would try to chase it yeah. as if he ever had a chance of catching it. <laughs> but to be fair, um, yes. my my Midwestern life as a teen, I used to chase chickens and well, they're fast as fuck too. <laughs> well. Chickens aren't near as fast as roadrunners, though. They just don't put up as much of a fight, but they can be fast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Never chase a feral chicken, So, Amy. I've seen... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh, roadrunners, elk, uh, turkeys, wild turkeys. Don't go near the wild turkeys. They will fucking kill you. Yeah, they're fucking vicious, dude. <laughs> they are so fucking vicious, um, dude. Ugh. What was what else? Quail. Like I delivered, I delivered to this one guy's house, and it was so funny because he has like this really nice house, right? And um, I'm walking up to drop off his food, and an entire fucking family of quail like runs off of his porch. <laughs> I'm talking like five to eight quail just go blip, 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 <laughs> with their little heads. <laughs> with oh, their man. feathers on their head you know like, beep, beep, beep. and I'm like <laughs> and he opens the door and I was like a family of quail just ran off your porch he's like yeah I know I can't get rid of them they've, they've decided that my porch is their porch and it pisses me off <laughs> yeah pretty much but I mean to be fair to be fair to be fair <laughs> he lives like on the outskirts it of town so he doesn't really have anything around him other than just desert (laughs) so (laughs) yeah you're gonna get that (laughs) so then i delivered to him again a separate time and you know what i seen for the Mm. first time ever in real life and in picture a fucking jackrabbit 
I've never seen a jackrabbit before. Yep, those are a real thing. I didn't realize that those were real. I thought that those were just like a cartoon sort of a thing. Uh-huh. You know, with their bounds and they they're bound. They're weird as bound. fuck, but they're real. <laughs> just like a platypus. It's I've fucking seen... real, dude. Somebody put a I've duck, plenty... a beaver, and a, some other third <laughs> thing together. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, but they live, all right? For for the jackrabbit, somebody literally just, just plugged antlers into that mofo. It's crazy. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and have you I've noticed their rabbits. stance? Their stance is different than a regular rabbit, too. Like, their back They're legs. They're huge, by the way. Yes. Yes, their back <laughs> legs are kind of more, like, upright, like a dog or something, than, like, a rabbit, where they're usually, like, tucked. Yeah. They're weird. Right. Yes. They're weird and same. Humongous. And the fucking ears on that thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, its ears were as big as it. You know what I mean? I was like, yes. holy shit, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I just looked at him and I was like, is that a jackrabbit? And he was like, yeah. Obviously, I'm not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've right. never actually seen one of these before. <laughs> <laughs> Jackrabbit. Real. Okay. <laughs> You're like mentally clicks pin, checks. <laughs> Shit's real, fam. Oh my gosh. Shit. <laughs> so yeah. I've uh, I've encountered quite a lot of wildlife since moving here. More wildlife in the two months of living here than I have ever lived in Indiana. <laughs> Oh, man. So I've got one for you. So my still very much Hoosier ass over here has been getting chili powder advertisements <laughs> from New Mexico. What? <laughs> <laughs> so like, why don't Obviously, you like we talk too much. Us? We've got green chili powder for days. Straight from New Mexico. Don't even. I'm like, wait, are y'all trying to advertise your 5% to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> they were really coming at I me. I went Amy. to Walmart yesterday. I went to Walmart yesterday and guess how many boxes of green chilies there were in the middle of the fucking road. <laughs> like like 50. <laughs> That's insane. Yep. So many green chilies. And I made um, fajitas the other day with green chilies. It's delicious. <laughs> Never had fresh green chilies in my fajitas before. So, yeah. That's about all for my update. So I guess we can move on to In the News now. Ooh, it's time for In the News. In the News. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. My news article comes from CNN. Um, and it's titled, Man in Walmart gives customers hugs and tells them that they now have COVID. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, right? Why are there so many of these? 
Why do people want to just spread fear? <laughs> people are so ridiculous. <laughs> Alright. First off, I'm going to give you guys a heads up. He's still at large, ladies and gents. The COVID hugger. The COVID hugger. It's in parentheses. It says, police are looking for a man who approached a Walmart customer in Massachusetts to give a COVID hug. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Springfield police are looking for a man who allegedly gave a Walmart shopper a quote-unquote COVID hug. The police department in Massachusetts said the incident took place at a Walmart on August 15th around 7:10 p.m. The suspect, whom the victim had never seen before, took an item out of his hand and then gave him a hug. Just giving you a COVID <laughs> hug. You now have COVID, the suspect said before laughing and walking away, according to the report. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> right? Um, the victim is a cancer survivor, police said, adding that the suspect did the same thing to several other customers. The department is asking that anyone with information contact the detective bureau. <laughs> People are ridiculous. Like, look. So, this whole COVID with people, like, it drives me crazy that there are so many people that aren't taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, there's such a range of what could happen to people that get COVID, you know? Like, there could be people that have very mild symptoms. Like, my cousin, she got COVID. She's fine, you know? But there are people that could fucking die, you know? Like, like that guy hugs this person that's a fucking cancer survivor, so obviously they are immunocompromised. Whether he thought that he was just being funny or if he really did that, like... That's bullshit. That is total bullshit, yeah. And it just pisses me off that there are so many people out there that aren't taking it seriously. You know, like, they're not being considerate of others. And I'm like, how old are you that you've gotten through your life this long without being considerate of other people? Yeah. I don't I don't understand why people are like that either. I really don't. I think it's ridiculous that people want to do stuff like that in a time like this. Right? It's it's one thing if it's like in good fun, you know what I mean? Like like 2 years ago if this dude was just like, "Oh, I just gave you cuties." Tee-hee, that'd be different. No, motherfucker, not during COVID season. Those aren't games we COVID play anymore. Season. We got serious about it's it. It's not cuffing season. It's ain't cuffing <laughs> season no more. This COVID season. <laughs> I think that's another t-shirt, Amy. <laughs> Amy, what's your news article this week? My news article comes from Sky News. It's titled, Violence and Abuse Against Shop Workers Doubles During Pandemic. Oh, man. Hmm. Yes. Gotta shed some light on this for our retail workers. Yeah, we do. 
The Union of Shop Distributive and Allied Workers says retail workers have been assaulted, threatened, or abused at least once a week on average since the start of the coronavirus outbreak compared to once a fortnight in 2019. That's quite a big difference. Yeah, it is. It's bullshit, but... We know what's happening. We know why it's happening. People are getting ridiculous. Yeah. Peter Dennis, a store manager at a branch of co-op food in central London, says the situation is far worse than the statistics show. He told Sky News it happens on a daily basis. Some days you can have three or four incidents. People threaten us with bottles, knives, syringes, and with COVID coming on, spitting. So they're just using whatever tools they've got. Just bullshit. That's so fucked up, man. Sometimes they ignore you. Sometimes it can be a flashpoint, he said, pointing to the one-way system that weaves through the narrow aisles. Like Walmart you know, how they have the one way up and down and so on. Yep. In the week after face masks were made mandatory in shops, the co-op reported 990 incidents of antisocial behavior and verbal abuse in its stores. Wow. A week. One week. Almost a thousand incidents. Right. The supermarket chain is one of a number of retailers where body cameras are now a part of the uniform for staff. Good. Right? At least they're doing something about it. I mean, yes, it is good that they're doing something to help protect their employees, but it's really fucking sad that it's had to come to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. People having to put on fucking body cameras to be able to perfect to be able to protect and defend themselves. To do what? Bag groceries and fucking ring up your right? items. Right? Like that's so fucked. So stupid. So footage is recorded by a remote security unit so it can be used as evidence in any prosecution. It's diffused a lot of situations, Mr. Dennis said. If you tell them you're being filmed, then they leave the store. Yeah, fuck yeah, they will. None of these people want to be held accountable for the bullshit they're doing, you know what I mean? Well, no, because they think that since they're the customer, they can do whatever the fuck they want and that they can treat the employees however the fuck they want. And guess what, bitch? No, you fucking can't. God, I would love... You're being recorded. I would love to see in, like, two years all these fucking subpoenas being issued out. All these fucking cashiers and shit being able to file chargers for the Karens and, like, Chads. You keep wanting to do Chad. (laughs) (laughs) So, the the assholes of retail, right? The customers that are just absolute nightmares that are actually assaulting employees. I would love to see them all fucking subpoenaed into court for fucking harassment or battery charges. Oh, that'd be beautiful. be fantastic. Finally making them be accountable for their actions. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) 
Lady's like, I would never do such a thing. Plays video of exact same lady assaulting a fucking cashier over salt shakers. You wouldn't, huh? Right? Oh, I love that. (laughs) Direct karmic dues, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad, only it's karma instead of science. Karma, bitch. Karma, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The USDAW, the Union of Shops and some odd whatever that I said in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they are the the Union of Shop Distributive and Allied Workers is is calling on the government to provide more protection for shop workers with new legislation and tougher sentencing. It is unacceptable for any walk of life, and it needs to stop. There has to be something tangible there that the criminal knows if he attacks a worker, if he assaults and abuses a worker, he will face the full rigors of the law. Yes. Boom. That is exactly what we need, and that is exactly why it's so bad. There's nothing. We have nothing to defend ourselves with other than our word, and if we decide to defend ourselves with our word, or worse, we get fired. Right. It's, it's it's putting every employee in this shitty spot between a rock and a hard place where if they defend themselves, they're wrong. If they don't defend themselves, they're wrong. You know, it's not fair. No. And uh, we should really be more appreciative of the fucking people bagging our groceries and ringing up our bullshit unnecessary art crafts because they're still pushing through for us every fucking day. What are we doing for yes. them? Attacking them because we have to wear a mask? Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> Yes. Take your bullshit and move the fuck on. Sorry. That one, that one definitely hit a nerve, Amy. <laughs> I blacked out. I was really mad for a second. Where'd I go? <laughs> Treat your fucking employees right. Right? All right. Claire Saunders, a supermarket manager in East London, is backing the campaign after a series of recent incidents caused her to question whether she should continue her career in the industry. See? We shouldn't feel like that, and that's why I'm getting involved. We do make a massive impact, and we shouldn't let these people ruin that for us. Boom. For real. I think if all the retail and fast food employees of the world just halted for a day, the whole world would be shook. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It would rock the foundations. I mean, people like to treat McDonald's employees like the underdogs of the world, but really, we're going there every day, three times a day, every day a week. So, you should probably be a little nicer. You want to talk shit about the Walmart employees, but you're going there four times a week and only twice because you needed to. The rest of that shit you didn't need. You didn't need to go clothing shopping. You got plenty. But you're over here trying to bitch about a mask while you're buying your 15th pair of white capris. Fuck off, Karen. (laughs) And then also being like, uh, I have every right. I spend a lot of money here. Bitch, we don't care how much money you spend here. Right? I really, oh, really don't care if you spend a lot of money here and you berate the cu- the employees. Like, then I right? really don't care. 
You and your dirty dollars no. can fuck off. <laughs> exactly. All right. In March, a shoplifter told her she would be spat on and given coronavirus if she tried to stop him. She was mm. also pushed to the ground in the first week of lockdown as panic buying took hold. She says it is the mental impact of these incidents that is often the most damaging. We go home at the end of the day and we have that playing in our minds. We've had people say, I'm going to come back and get you after work. That's just as bad as physical abuse. So the mental impact on colleagues is awful. It's like borderline PTSD, man. It's probably right? actual PTSD. Like, Let me rephrase. Yes. Because shit. Yeah. Ugh. So that is my news article. And I just want to say that at least Lexi and I got your backs. <laughs> <laughs> At least us. <laughs> oh, my we goodness. We feel for you guys. Yes. I worked at Walmart. We worked, you know, our retail stores. Luckily, our last store that we worked at together, it wasn't really that bad. Really? I think I probably had two but, I mean, problem customers in over a year of working with that store. So, Yeah. <laughs> Like, we had some characters for sure, oh, yeah. and, you know, they did have the the banny did threaten to kill me, but, I mean, I never once actually thought that he was going to actually kill me. <laughs> he definitely liked to think he was so better, and we were peons, right. I remember that. <laughs> but I... I have worked at Walmart and I have come into instances with actually being scared for my life. Yeah. You know? For sure. But that's nothing compared to with all this coronavirus stuff. <laughs> I'm glad that both of our news articles kind of really shun light on what all of our poor retail employees are having to go through. For sure. Gosh, it's... Even if the COVID isn't that bad, the treatment is, and we really need to check ourselves and make sure we are not acting outlandish or outrageous towards people who really have no control over the policies. We have no control over if you have to wear a mask or not. We're just here trying to make sure we're keeping food on the table. Yes. So I know that a lot of our listeners are probably retail employees, but I'm sure that we have listeners that are not retail employees. So let's just say right now that we really hope that our listeners that aren't retail employees are being sympathetic to the retail employees because they are going through some shit right now. We all are. We're all going through some shit, but they are right smack in the middle of the shit. They have to deal with the Karens and the Chads and all of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Amy, does that make it tea time? Tea time? Clink! So, Lexi, what's your first tea time story? Mine is typed in like a... 
Victorian era. I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's hilarious. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Your Honor, I have recently had a most unpleasant experience with an establishment within your capital city. <laughs> you see, I happen to be in possession of a space where, to put delicately, you may do your business. As I am currently quite in dire need of financial assistance, and yet will not rely on mere handouts, I endeavored to exchange this space for what can only be described as a modest sum. I approached a fine establishment with a sincere and legal tender, promising to transfer the space to him. Instead of a proper business agreement, I was met with mockery and scorn. As a proper gentleman myself, I took it upon myself to explain that this contract here, as I have included into this correspondence, is in fact legal and binding, and I myself have used this space for its intended purposes, and I could assure him that it was of value. <laughs> this is very fancy to say somebody said no. <laughs> the scoundrel then implied that I did not even own my space, and insulted me to my face, implying that I was selling someone else's property. Of course, at this point, I was quite emotional. I let him know that I did, in fact, own this space, and that if he did not have the wherewithal to pay for my space, then perhaps he should get out of the pawn business, as he was misleading the general public. As I left the establishment, I informed the young chap that I would be in touch with your honor in order to inform you of the villainous scoundrels you have within your city limits. A good day to you, sir. <laughs> a good day. And a good day. I said good day. So the backstory: the guy apparently tried to sell a bathroom out of his apartment. A bathroom? Like, like he was trying to sell... His bathroom to somebody. Yes. The entire room. The How do you sell a bathroom? I'm gonna just reach reach really, really far and say maybe drugs may have been involved in this guy's uh this this plot to sell his bathroom. <laughs> I mean I shit in there, so it's gotta be worth something, right? <laughs> <laughs> What a wild one, huh? That's something. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> Amy, what is your first story? He liked his stolen watch so much, he came back to buy one. I mean, did that turn you in, though? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I used to work as an assistant store manager at a retailer of primarily watches and leather goods. At the particular location where I worked, we had three points of entry and never much staff working. Two to five people, depending on the time of day and what day of the week it was. The floor plan was set up so that even if you were trying really hard, you could barely see two entrances at once. Additionally, we only kept about 20% of our display product under glass. We had no security guard, and our watches were all in the $500 to $2,000 range. Wow. It was a, <laughs> it, 
It was a loss prevention nightmare. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uniformed officers and detectives got pretty used to visiting, at least monthly, if not weekly, during busy shopping seasons, to take down theft reports and to follow up on them. It was stressful, tedious, and probably the worst part of the job. Well, that sounds like a fun time already. <laughs> <laughs> One busy summer weekend day, when I was the only manager on duty, we noticed two watches were missing from their displays. So I had to step off the floor to review our, our security camera footage. We had something like 10 different cameras, and throughout my tenure at this retailer, I had gotten extremely proficient at snipping footage and capturing stills from our security cameras to provide to our loss prevention team and the police department. So, while reviewing the footage, I found some great angles of the culprit concealing watches and a pretty good shot of his face from when he entered the store. Needless to say, I knew what the guy looked like. We informed the other retail location in our area that we had been hit, only to find out that the guy had gone straight there, and in the short amount of time it took us to figure out the watches were missing and review the footage, he had already returned one of the watches for store credit. Bold. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> that is quite the move. He's like... <laughs> you won't notice these. Insert Leo DiCaprio face. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping tea. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How much will you give me for these? They're not stolen, by the way. You know, I feel like they're stolen now that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to about a month later. I'm the only manager working again. And guess who enters the store? He has returned to the scene of the crime. And guess what? He's brought his fiance. Oh, no. And guess what else? He's wearing the watch he stole and wants to use his store credit to buy another watch as a gift for his business associate. Oh. This guy's <laughs> got balls. That's a word, Amy. I don't know if that's what that would have gone with. <laughs> Knowing that the best deterrent to shoplifting is excellent customer service, this is something that I learned in luxury retail that was that has worked pretty well in my experience, since you can keep an eye on things while also not being the jerk whose behavior is blatant, blatantly accusatory. I started helping the guy as he and his fiance shopped while also whispering to all of my associates that we needed to watch him because he had stolen from us before. He shops with us for about an hour, playing up how excited he is about his watch and about getting one for his associate. Mm -hmm. But folks, he had no clue who he was up against. Five years of improv training. Anyone? Anyone? Just me? Okay. <laughs> On the sales floor, I'm all smiles, 
trying on watches with him and his fiance. But in the couple of moments, I get to walk away and hand them off to my associate. I'm able to sneak off into the office to call the police and to confirm from my footage that this is 100% our guy. By the end of the interaction, I'm in the cash wrap with my associate who is gift wrapping the new watch and our thief kind of corners us to see what we're up to. We can feel him getting progressively antsy, which is reasonable since we are taking our sweet time finishing the transaction as we await the cops. We assure him that our system is just slow, and he sees my associate clearly trying to perfect the gift's bow. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be suspicious. Don't Don't be be suspicious. After we finished the transaction and handed him his ill-gotten gains, we watch as he hurries his comfortably seated fiancé out of her chair so they can get the hell out of Dodge. (laughs) They exit and we see him through our window fumbling with his phone to reactivate the app-based ride-shared moped that they were using to travel. As he's doing this, the cops cruise by and stop just a few car lengths ahead. They get out of their car, and as they approach our door, I look at them with eyes wide, frantically pointing out our thief. It's over there! Over there! Over there! Over there! Over there! Hey! Hey! Is that one? Hey! (laughs) They go and arrest the guy, literally just as he's sitting down on the moped with his fiance, who is visibly baffled by this development. (laughs) Can you imagine? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) After all was said and done, the detectives come and commend me on doing their job for them. And I end up looking the guy up because he gave me his real name for the transaction. And I find out he's some kind of jet-setting yoga instructor (laughs) who travels the world... And literally has Instagram posts of him wearing his stolen watch. <laughs> Clearly, the guy could have afforded the watch. it. Right? <laughs> Clearly, the guy could have afforded it, but got some kind of thrill from shoplifting and returning to the scene of the crime. As for the fiancé, while I have sympathy for her, it's probably best she found out about his kleptomania before saying, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been real ugly after you were stuck with him. (laughs) Right? That's a fun story. Wasn't that a fun story? That was a fun story. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, check out this watch. Ever seen one of these before? Huh? Have, have actually. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, we both know what the fuck is up here, buddy. This isn't cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Are you ready for mine? My next story I is am. ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> so this is about movie theaters. No! You're having a theme recently, Lexi. <laughs> I'm having a fun time is what I'm having. Maybe I miss the movie theaters, okay? 
Maybe it's the, the lack so. of cinema in my life. I'm bleeding it into the podcast. I can't help it. This is three weeks in a row now that you've but brought up isn't movie a news theaters. article. It's tea time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I don't have a title for this one. Uh, having worked in multiple movie theaters, I can tell you that at, that ushers absolutely give zero fucks about you trying to sneak in food from outside. Really? They don't fucking care. Like, it's a minimum wage job. We have yeah, we have no interest in hassling people or getting into a confrontation over a bag of peanut M&Ms in your purse. I promise. You know, actually, there's nothing stating that you can't bring in outside food. They're not going to freaking go through your bag and fi- be like, oh, no, you got a rotisserie chicken in there. Throw it away. <laughs> Just wait until you... (laughs) This is some of the most outrageous things that they've dealt with, okay? Okay. (laughs) A rotisserie chicken? Yeah, that would be a wild one. All right. (laughs) So, um, it's a million times easier just to turn a blind eye than get into a fight over something so silly. There was one family that used to come into the movies almost every week. They would always bring their grandma, who was in a wheelchair, and she would always, always have a box of pizza on her lap, covered by a shawl. And it was obvious to everyone. Don't be suspicious. I mean, it's a fresh, hot pizza, for fuck's sake. (laughs) You can smell it from 30 feet away. (laughs) I honestly just thought about telling them that I didn't care that they were bringing food. But I thought maybe that's the only reason they brought the grandma, and I didn't want to take that away from her. Aww. Uh, <laughs> Poor grandma. She's the pizza holder. <laughs> She's important. Another another important one to add is I'm not very strict about checking IDs for R-rated movies, which can cause some legal trouble, but uh, we did have Good. one employee who took his job way too seriously and would be super strict about food and drinks and IDs for R-rated movies. Uh, there was one instance where he apparently spotted, quote-unquote, kids that looked underage going into a rated R movie and called in the managers over the radio and made a huge deal over the whole thing. Spent a solid ten minutes or so trying to find the kids and kick them out. It was ridiculous. I snuck into a movie once. It was, oh, uh... I definitely <laughs> snuck into a few movies. It was signs. <laughs> oh my god, you fucking would. <laughs> yeah, so um, there's this list here of the most ridiculous shit that they've seen. Are you ready? I really hope that there's rotisserie chicken on there. <laughs> Actually, there's not. But Okay, hold on. Alright, so this is the most ridiculous stuff that this one person has seen at a specific... Um, chain of of theaters okay okay so in their line of work what did they say they worked um they said that they've worked in the movie theater business for 15 years on and off okay so (laughs) it said i have seen the hot pizza that was previously mentioned an entire watermelon a full tray of cooked drumsticks like chicken legs. <laughs> okay, that's kind of like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Not a rotisserie chicken. It's it's like 
It's like that, but not. <laughs> it's just the legs. <laughs> Dude, just the can you imagine going to a movie theater with a whole ass barbecue? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Amy's got the potato salad in her purse. Lexi's got the chicken in her purse. <laughs> this one guy had a like a college backpack that um, he had gotten Subway in. Right? And he had, I guess, packed it full of drinks and, like, box candies and stuff. And the Subway sandwich exploded all over the inside of it in the movie theater. <laughs> but they let this dude go with, like, that, like, a whole ass suitcase on his back. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. I mean, I'm a little suspicious, but alright. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like you're about to go hiking up a fucking mountain just to go watch a movie for three hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, the weirdest one is, um, I always forget how to say it, elote? Yes, elote. Brought a whole bag of elote into the movie theater. I mean, I'm not hating. I know, right? <laughs> Are you I'm sharing like, it with me what? or what? Some fucking street corn up in the movie theater? Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's nasty. Could you imagine seeing people (laughs) taking all this shit in your movie theater? (laughs) I mean, I thought it was wild when I could get a margarita at a movie theater. That's still crazy to me. Like, I can have a big pretzel <laughs> and a margarita, and that's allowed. Yes, please. Yes to all of it. <laughs> but, like, a all whole the pizza? Yes. Gosh, could you imagine? <laughs> it's just insane. I always sneak food in, though, no lie. I'm one of those. Just not a whole ass chicken, or a whole ass pizza, or a whole ass watermelon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you cut it first, or is it whole? What the fuck is the point of a whole watermelon? I know. I have I have so many questions about the watermelon. Like, did somebody go in and play pregnant? Like, <laughs> did you bring a knife too? <laughs> no, they Jesus. just ate it from the shell first. No, they they ate the rind. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Amy, what's your second story? My second story is building off of my news article. (laughs) Okay. It's called An Average Monday. I feel like it might not be average. (laughs) (laughs) I work in a national chain cafe in rural England. Where people have adopted the attitude of COVID's not here, so we don't need to take care. Mm. I can definitely relate to that. Right? Gross. (laughs) We have a track and trace system, social distancing measures, and mask enforcement in place. And we're only allowed five tables instead of the 25-ish we usually have. But people just seem to do what they like anyway. 
And we are forbidden from challenging people on wearing masks in case of underlying medical exemptions. <sighs> I'm just going to sigh at that one. Can't say nothing. <laughs> I'm typing this on my break, and in the first half of the day, I've dealt with the following. Uh-oh. <laughs> are we ready? <laughs> I mean, I feel pretty buckled up right now, yeah. <laughs> a guy who was sitting at tables with other people without first asking them. When I asked him to stop doing so, he started yelling and getting in my face, then pushed me before storming out when we threatened to call the police. What the fuck? Another guy telling us that he wasn't wearing a mask because COVID's a government conspiracy to try and stop people using cash and switching to card payments. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at that. I know. <laughs> Another guy telling me I'm fucking pathetic because we had no tables available outside for him to sit at and smoke. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Another guy refusing to move away from a lady who'd requested he distance from her and telling me that COVID doesn't exist when I asked him to oblige. <laughs> Imagine mm -hmm. that. No, I'm going to continue standing within a meter of you. What's the thought process behind that? Good grief. An anti-masker referring to me as one of them, meaning people <laughs> wearing masks <laughs> and, and standing at the front of the shop trying to talk to people about the dangers of masks. <laughs> They're so dangerous. So this guy bit me today. Right? <laughs> 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 like what wait a minute okay we have to recap what on this this anti-masker calling the server one of them and then he's then the anti-masker is standing at the front of the shop telling people about the dangers of masks <laughs> be afraid of the masks not of the air it's in the masks uh, they put rfid chips in them yes the they're tracking you yeah they're tracking <laughs> you so bitch. you are not paper money <laughs> oh my gosh and then two it. separate couples placing a complaint about me because I wouldn't offer them the government's eat out to help out 50% discount when they weren't staying in the shop which is what the whole point <laughs> is of the discount <laughs> As far as I've been told, that's fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to lie. I'm not going to let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lady who, when I asked her to follow the footstep stickers on the floor, replied, but there's nobody in here. Apparently, my, my two colleagues and I aren't people. Oh, boy. Gotta love that. <laughs> right? That's what pisses me off the most. Customers, like... You're not even a person. They just think yes, that the... Yes, the fuck right? I am. You're an employee. You're an employee. You're not a person. 
excuse the fuck out of me, bitch. I'm still a fucking person. <laughs> yep. Don't get me wrong. I actually enjoy my job immensely. And the majority of people are incredibly understanding. But oh my god. The general population are so much more stupid than I've been giving them credit for. <laughs> I definitely agree uh, there. I really thought we were ahead of where you. we're at. <laughs> I thought we were yes. doing a lot better. Apparently not. We have not. We are still pretty neanderthal Turns out, <laughs> maybe Alex Jones is right, <laughs> but instead of turning the freaking frogs gay, we turned the freaking humans stupid. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's an average Monday. <laughs> Sounds about right, actually. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, in pandemic times. Mm. Yes. Alright, well, does that wrap up tea time, then? Sure does. Right. So that so means that it's time. time for them dams. Them dams. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, we got a little bit of a switch up going on here, huh? A little bit, yes. Alright, so, Amy, who we got in first place this week? We got San Jose, California in first place. Yeah, we do. Hell yeah. So, who we got in second? We got Tigard, Oregon. Yeah, still in second. Woo woo. Yeah, they are. Who we got in third, Amy? We got Columbus, Ohio in third. Hey, Columbus. Hey. And we got this new one here in fourth. We sure do. Sounds a little familiar. <laughs> Maybe a little. We got Lafayette, <laughs> Indiana. Hey. Welcome to the top four. Woo woo! Welcome, Hoosiers, to the top four. Yeah, yeah. All right. So if that wraps up our dims, dim dims. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you got a quote for us? My quote this week comes from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Love it already. <laughs> Strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. Hell yeah. Look at the governator doing good work. I know, right? He said, I'll be back to govern California. <laughs> I am the governator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. Yeah, we'll catch you later. Talk to you later, Tater. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. 
Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. That was a Titan Cast episode.